when they said we weren't going to see it coming, they meant it. This is the Ringside Report, SummerSlam edition. Hello everybody, welcome to the Ringside Report. I am your host, Dylan, and what a event we just witnessed. SummerSlam, in my opinion, could be one of the top pay-per-views of the year. When they said that they were naming the catchphrase, you won't see it coming, they really meant it. And trust me, once you get to the ending, you'll see where I'm coming from. But a lot went down, a lot happened. These are my reactions. Um, in case you guys didn't know, yours truly was actually in the Thunderdome for about um the kickoff show, the whole kickoff show, and then like the first like four matches, hour and a half. But I was in the Thunderdome. I will be making a separate video or separate episode telling you what it was like tomorrow. But until then, these are my SummerSlam reactions. So the show started off at the kickoff with Renee Young confirming that the rumors are true. As of right now, Renee Young is no longer with the WWE. She confirmed that tonight was her last event out to us from the best in her future in Evers and I hope she does not stop commentating or doing whatever she does. Um obviously one of the best interviewers of all time in my opinion. So um I mentioned this in yesterday so I don't see her going to AW with her husband. Um just because I feel like AW has enough announcers as it is. Um, and plus, like, Brandy and Cody, I can't see them, like, bringing another announcer in that's a husband of one of their tops. I mean, a wife of one of them, their top stars. So, but maybe she will the ESPN. ESP. ESP and, like, Friday Caruso did. But, um, yeah. So the action started off on the kickoff zone with Apollo Crews versus MVP for the United States Championship. I felt like this was an okay match. Maybe not one of the best. But it was okay. Um, it was about maybe like a 10 minute match. Apollo Crews picking up the victory. Um, after the match, the Hurt Business actually did come run down, tried to attack Paul. Paul kind of just ran out of the ring, ran out the ramp. Um, but yeah, so kickoff match, okay. Um, really didn't have any really high expectations for it going in. So, um, but yeah, it was all around. I'll give it maybe a 5 out of 10. Next, this, when so kicked off, we got Pyro. And I also mean regular Pyro. 
we got like WrestleMania pyro. I mean, we had power coming off the stage, you know, out of like the ceiling. There was pyro everywhere. So, um, definitely, um, one of the best ways to start off a pay per view like this. Um, I give WWE a 10 out of 10 when it comes to Pyro. So then the main card started off with Bailey versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Pretty good match. I'll give it maybe like an 8 out of 10. Um, the ending was basically um, Sasha Banks was on the apron. Oscar kind of like ran over, knocked her down. Bailey ran over, like rolled her up. One, two, three. Bailey's the winner and retains her SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I feel like this was like one of the matches where I feel like now I'm not saying like all the matches are like this on cards, but I feel like this match was not dragged out. It was right where it needed to be. So, um, but yeah, overall, good match. Next, we did up get, we did end up getting Montez Ford and Angel Dawkins' Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championships. This was an okay match. I'll give like a seven and a half out of ten. Um, basically, for a good portion of the match. Montez Ford basically just got the crap beat out of him. Um, basically, and I really didn't notice this until like the commentators brought it up. Angel Dawkins really didn't get a, a tag in until like maybe like 10 minutes into the match. But um, basically, they tore Montez up. Angel Dawkins finally got that hot tag. He came in, he was beating everybody up. Ended up smashing, like, I think it was, like, Angel Garza to get the one, two, three, and Street Profits are still your Raw Tag Team Champions. Up next, we did get the Loser Leaves WWE match between Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Um, I will admit... I had very high expectations for this match, and I feel like, you know, those expectations weren't really met. I mean, I honestly wished it would have went on a little bit longer. I think it was, like, not even, like, 10 minutes. Um, and, like, there really wasn't, it was no DQ, but I feel like there wasn't really that much no DQ stuff. I mean, I believe Sonya got a couple chair shots in. Um, Mandy, I don't know if this was like planned or bots, but Mandy Rose had the hardest time getting a table off. And I just thought that was like hilarious. Like I said, I don't know if that was planned or if it was just like a straight up bots. But um, yeah, that's really one of the top moments of that match, but like I said, um, Sonya Deville did end up losing that match, like I said, um, in yesterday's episode, 
um, either Sonya had had requested for her release or had requested for extended time off. But um, yeah, overall, I'll give it a seven out of ten. But um, yeah. Up next, we did get the street fight between Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio's son. Now, before this match, Dominic did ask Rey to not interfere in this match. But, um, I, in my opinion, I feel like this was the best match of the night. I feel like Dominic, you know, lived up to his father's legacy. Um... Would have been capable of gotten a few minutes less, but um, it was still pretty good. Um, basically, first off, um, Seth Rollins' attire basically kind of mocked Rey Mysterio, I guess you would say, but um, it was okay match. Um, Seth did take a huge amount of of candlestick shots to the back, but um, could do that. And then throughout the match, Rollins was actually having Murphy um hand him like weapons, um, but yeah. And then about halfway through the match, um, Ray's wife would actually come out on stage. And Ray like ran up there to like tell her to kind of like go back, and then um Buddy Murphy and Brown started like gaining up on Dominic, and they like started to um kind of poke his eye like the stairs, and then um of course when Ray came down, the two kind of broad, um Ray ended up getting handcuffed to the ropes, and then Seth actually ran up. Um, like, walked up to the ramp, started to go after Ray's wife, and then Dominic came up, um, started attacking Rollins, and then Murphy came up, started attacking Dominic, Dominic actually, like, sucked Murphy, like, like, into the virtual crowd, and then, um, basically, Rollins and Dominic get back into the ring, Rollins hits Murphy, I mean, not Murphy, hits Dominic with the stomp to win the match. Overall, I'll give it maybe like a 9 out of 10. Pretty good match. But, um, yeah. So up next, we did get Asuka's second championship match of the night between Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, okay match it was about maybe a 15 minute match i gave i gave it about uh eight out of ten i was doing other things um so i wasn't really paying that much attention to it but i was still kind of watching it but um and i feel like bailey cost also this one um, basically, Bailey kind of tried to do that same thing Sasha did. She jumped on the apron. Asuka knocked her down. Then Sasha went for the roll-up. But Asuka, um, reversed it into an Asuka lock. Sasha tapped out. Asuka is your new Raw Women's Champion. And I fought for sure. 
Sasa who's going to turn on Bailey here. Like, I absolutely flop 100% Bailey and Sasa were not going to walk out of SummerSlam friends. But I guess, you know, they kind of have to, like, keep that, like, until at least, like, after payback. Because, I don't know if you guys know this, but technically they're supposed to do that at, like, WrestleMania. But then COVID happened and all that stuff ended up getting pushed back. But, um, I can definitely see that this thing ain't gonna last very longer. But, um, yeah, so, okay match. Not my favorite of the night. I should also mention that I do believe that Oscar's next challenger is none other than Santa Baszler. Santa basically came out during kickoff, so basically said, Hey, it doesn't matter who wins, Sasa or Oscar, because I'm next in line. So, um, maybe we'll get Santa versus Oscar at payback. I have no idea. But after that match, we did get the announcement that Keith Lee is coming to Raw tomorrow night. Super pumped about this. I feel like Keith Lee can do exciting things on the main roster. Um, so really looking forward to that. So after that, we did get Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Felt like this was, this was a pretty good match. Um, towards the beginning, Randy was actually like playing my games with Drew. Um, Randy kept going for the RKO. Drew, you know, kept like kind of like pushing him off. At one point, he rolled out of the ring trying, I guess, get his mind straight. But if now correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Randy Orton did not connect the RKO 100% at all in this match. Um, he attempted it, but I don't think he ever actually hit it. I may be wrong, but um, but pretty good match. Um. Towards the end, um, I think Randy went for an RKO, and then she actually, like, rolled him up to get the one, two, three. Drew McIntyre is still your WWE Champion. Now, after that, we did get our main event, Braun Strowman versus The Fiend. For the Universal Championship. Um, I felt like we could have gone a little more longer on this one. Um, basically, um, first off, Braun Strowman's attire is awesome. Like, he came out, he had no, like, cert on underneath. I can normally just see had no singlet on. He came out wearing this, like, old camouflage vest, which is pretty cool. Um, he had on this, like, these camouflage jeans, um, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, um, then, of course, the match starts. Um, nothing really too big happened during the match. Um, um, 
they did just do this one move where I don't know if the table, cause so like Braun like threw Bray on the table, and I don't know if it was supposed to break, but the table kind of like it kind of broke, but like it still like stayed intact. So I don't know if that was on purpose or if that was like supposed to happen. But then, but then we did get one, like a little backstage thing where basically, um, like they were back in Gorilla and like they like Braun like threw the fiend or like the fiend threw Braun to a couple walls and then they actually like came back out. Um, and then, well, actually, Bray did end up hitting a sister Abigail on the floor in the gorilla position. And then, um, they get back to the ring. Um, Braun actually takes, like, a pair of box, a box cutter and, like, rips the ring apart. And I guess he, and he started to, like, pick the fiend up for his body slam, but the fiend came down, reversed it. And to a sister Abigail. Then he had another sister Abigail. To get the one. Two. Three. The Fiend. Is your new. WWE. Universal Champion. Um. Like I said. Wish would have gotten a little longer. But then. Then. I can probably say. This is when the concept comes in. Where you'll never see it coming. All of a sudden, like, I was kind of slander in bed. And all of a sudden, I see this, like, person in this black shirt just come, like, rushing in the ring. And at first, I thought I was, like, somebody from Redemption. And all of a sudden, I kind of get close to work. And I'm like, that's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is back. He came in the ring, tackled the fiend, punched him a couple of times. Then he hit him with his spear. And then he went out of the ring, grabbed a steel chair, started beating Braun Strowman with the steel chair. Um, I don't know if that was a heel turn or I'm pretty sure he turned heel. But um, even if he didn't, you know, people are still going to boo him because, I mean, it's Roman Reigns you're talking about. But um, yeah, so then. After he beat Braun Strowman, he actually, like, speared him. He actually speared Strowman outside of the ring. And then he got back into the ring, held the championship up above his head, and then we went off the air. So, overall, pretty good pay-per-view. I'll give it maybe a 8.5 out of 10. Just because I feel like some matches... Could have been on a little longer. Some matches could have went on a little less. But um, yeah. So we do have a couple side notes here. First off, Alistair Black will be returning tomorrow. He's been off TV like I believe ever since the night after Extreme Rules when like Seth Rollins like broke his arm or something like that. Um, he is supposed to be turning with a new gimmick, so we'll have to wait and see what that is. Um, um, 
and I've also was told before I started doing this that nobody, really nobody knew in the back about Roman Reigns returning. Um, basically, I was told that not even the toppest of tops knew Roman Reigns was coming back. I believe like Vince and maybe like a couple other people knew about. It's kind of like when he announced that he had leukemia. No one really knew about it except the people that had to know. And like one of the producers came up and said like, basically said like, you know, they um, like they like they didn't even know he was there. Like they hid him very good. But um. And then, I don't know if you guys caught this, but, um, in, like, the Thunderdome virtual fans, somebody, like, held up a sign that says, Fire Velveteen Dream, and then, um, Pikachu also made the appearance in the Thunderdome, but, um, yeah, so that is going to do it for this episode of the Ringside Report, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'll be here tomorrow to make an episode telling you guys my experience in the Thunderdome. Um, and then I'll probably make an episode Tuesday of my reactions to Monday Night Raw. So I will see you guys then. Until then, this is the Ringside Report. Signing off.